The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's a Bud Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Yeah, I'm motivated not by criticism. I, I, you know, I, th- I don't think you get motivated by that. For me, I'm always motivated. At this point in my career, I don't necessarily have to be motivated. I'm always there. You know, I think you always want to be great. You always want to, you know, be be uh, exceptional every time you step on the field. And understanding that sometimes that doesn't always happen. But at the same time, you knowing that you're working for that. And I think that, um, for me, I can handle it. Okay, that's his message. Russell Wilson's message to his detractors, naysayers, critics. He says he's not motivated by that. I don't buy that, but do you? Uh, no. I should hope. I, I mean, I should hope. Like, I, I get that he's always working and that he's always motivated and that he's always, you know, whatever. Uh, that's great. I'm, I'm glad. I, <laughs> I hope at some point that you feel like garbage because you've played like garbage. Like, I, I, that, I don't know, that's... That's human nature to me. I mean, I don't go, oh, yeah, I'm playing terrible, but everything is great. It's sunshiny and it's beautiful. And, nah, you know, I mean, you've got, there's a responsibility that you have. Um, and not only to your teammates, it, but honestly, man, you know, I've heard this said before and I, I buy into it. You're a public trust, man. It, like, come on. It, like, this is, you, you had people walking out of the stadium before halftime. I mean, excuse me, before uh, overtime. Overtime. Come on. I, I just, I can't buy that. No, everything is good, man. I feel great. You know, nothing to see here. Uh, I No. You got to be motivated by how poorly you guys are playing. And you got to have, you got to have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of uh, uh, red ass and, mm-hmm. and want to go out there and fix it. Yep. Yep. I agree. Next on the morning, bro. That, that's been the thing that we have been looking at over and over and over again because we want to be aggressive. We love the explosive plays, and they have been great, but our feast and famine has really hurt us. It set us back, whether we get big chunks, and then once you get a big chunk, and then you end up setting yourself back for certain reasons. Okay, am I oversimplifying things by saying come Monday night, we have, we have got to see a whole different approach and results to what the Broncos do on first down? Because their first down play calling or their first down execution has been terrible. And it it just Uh seems like it's constantly putting them behind the chains and just constantly forcing this offense to play uphill. So Uh what makes a good first down team? Well, I mean, obviously, obviously you have to have, I hear this all the time, like teams go, hey, we have to start faster. Right. Well, no, hey, no, 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 no joke. Yeah, no right, kidding. Right, right. I, but I hear people say it all the time. We got to start faster. You got to execute on first down. Like first down, like I, I've heard this too, like forever. Like, hey, third down's most important down in football. Baloney, first down. First down's the most important down because if you're down in third down and seven all the time, guess what you're not going to do? You're not going to convert very often. It's just not going to happen for you. Unless the team you're playing is a bunch of, you know, morons and, and are constantly making mistakes. So, um, you know, production on first down. So then you have to look at yourself and say, well, what are we doing on first down? Like, like are we are we in uh, formations that tell the opponent, like, hey, man, they're in this formation, they're going to run the ball. In this formation, they're going to throw the ball. And then whatever it is, do the opposite, right? I mean, I, I I think that you have to – I think there's a couple things. I think you have to have a great play-action game on first down. 
Your, your play-action game has to be strong. And then I think you've got to have a great run game on second down. Like, you have to you have to have a really good run game on second down. Um, and you've got to basically break those tendencies. So, uh, but production, production on first down is, is imperative. And, and so what are your best plays? What do you run better than anything else? Um, you know, both in play action game and the run action game and in the, in the run game and figure out what those are and then be experts at them. Just be experts at them and put yourself in second down and manageable downs because now my whole playbook is open. And the defense has to defend everything, Mike. That's that's what has to happen. Next on the morning brew. Yeah, I thought I thought it was okay. I mean, I, I think we just got caught in a couple of those spots. Like, it looked like he went to lift the guy's stick in front and caught him in the mouth, so they get another power play out of that. I mean, even on that play, Taser goes out, gets a nice block on the flank shot, and goes right in the stick in the back door after we kind of ran down that whole penalty kill, so we just couldn't finish the job today. Well, as one of our textures put it on this, is it just me Friday? Is it just me or the NHL disrespected the champs by giving them a back to back already? Yeah, that was not set up for success. You got the avalanche already having to play a back to back coming off all of the emotion of opening night. That was going to be tough to flush out and just refocus. Plus, you had a Calgary team that, you know, was just lying in wait. Nazem Kadri was there. They were fired up. So. Avalanche walked into a buzzsaw, and predictably, it didn't go well. They were down 5-1. They ended up losing 5-3. Yeah, I mean, but I don't want to hear about disrespect for the, uh, you know, for the the champs. Who gives a rip? You got to show up and play. <laughs> oh, jeez. And you still, what, are you still having, you still, you know, talking about, uh, you know, your banner hanging? Or, what, like, was that still part of the deal? Hey, set your jaw. Let's go. Wow! I don't want to hear excuses. You, you are you are not. No, I'm not having in it. a I, soft, fuzzy mood this morning. No, I'm not. I'm not having that. Garbage. You demand results. Well, I'm no awake. excuses. I'm awake. I'm ready to go. I'm not. You know, I'm not tired. I'm not tired. <laughs> I got good sleep last night. I'm ready. <laughs> Next on the morning brew. Hand off Robinson up the middle of the line, heading towards the goal line and in! Touchdown! Touchdown, Washington! The first career rushing touchdown for Brian Robinson Jr. That was a pretty cool story. Uh he yeah. got he got shot during during training camp and uh he's he's back and was playing yesterday, scored a touchdown. I thought I thought maybe the because the game was so bad, another bad Thursday night game. Mm. But I thought one of the more revealing things was uh, Al Michaels during the game. Now, normally the broadcasters, they're in partnership with the teams, the owners. Uh They usually go to great lengths to really kiss up to the owners, but they showed a shot of Daniel Snyder. And Michaels went into the whole story and capped it off by saying that it was uh, his belief that the NFL would like to see Daniel Snyder just sell the team. And you can't tell me that Al Michaels did that just on his own. He was oh, given wow. the green light by somebody high up, and I I bet you it came from Goodell himself. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he was like Al as a certain I don't give a rip. Yeah, but that about one, I know, but that one felt like he talked to somebody. Well, I don't know. I, I have no idea whether he did or whether he didn't. But uh, yeah, I've I've felt that way. I think you felt that way. Everybody's felt that way that uh, that they'd like to see Daniel Snyder sell the team and move along. But 
Um, like we talked about yesterday, man, he knows where the bodies are buried, and, and uh, he went to great lengths the other day to to make sure that, or at least there was an article on ESPN that went to great lengths to make sure that, uh, you know, Daniel Snyder, uh, you know, he's got he's got uh, he's got the dirt. Yeah. So. One of the quotes allegedly uh, that uh, the NFL basically wouldn't dare to bleep with me. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you, you know, it just goes to show you about. Um, by even uh, biblically speaking, it, it talks about being evenly yoked with people. Like, don't get into business with somebody because that dude has more money than everybody else. Uh, I mean, that dude, what a colossal mistake by the by the NFL. You know, the, the, the Cooks put a bid in. You know, Jack Kent Cook's family, John Kent Cook, put a bid in for, for, at the time, it was the Washington Redskins, obviously, put a bid in, a very reasonable bid, and that was a family that, you know, had that uh, that organization forever and did it the right way, and it was one of the crown jewels in the, uh, you know, in the crown of the NFL, and uh, they made a decision to sell it to somebody with more money, and look what's happened. The place has been a disaster ever since. A disaster, Mike, I tell you, a disaster. That'll do it for the Morning Brew. 